Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa at blogtalkradio.com with your spiritual consultant, Tia Johnson. Hello, it is Friday. Woo! I'm mentally throwing confetti in the air. Yay! So, I want to welcome you again to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa on blogtalkradio.com. I'm Tia Johnson, your spiritual consultant, and today we have our lovely guest, Gina Sendis. Yay! <laughs> so, <laughs> so, today we're going to be discussing um, prosperity, abundance, uh, the proper definition, because sometimes uh, it gets confused with material. Well, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to do reading. So hang on the line there. Uh, for domestic callers, the phone number is 619-996-1641. For international callers, must use Skype. The phone number is 917-889-7908. The chat room is open. Shout out to people in the chat room. Hello. Yay. <laughs> um <laughs> Just want to make sure I just get all the, uh, the the good stuff out the way, like the phone number and thanking people. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, just other formalities. Uh, yeah, visit the dot com. It's a lovely website. Gina, help me with the website. She's a great wordsmith. So, uh, yeah, check it out. She she was very instrumental in helping me <laughs> complete that, along with other wonderful people at Pensola Media Group. Um, the Facebook uh, page, I like to call that the uh, Violet Sanctuary Spa Facebook family. So that's facebook.com forward slash the Violet Sanctuary Spa. You can find links to YouTube channel, blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> don't forget to visit Gina's um, website, Gina Sendef. That's G-I-N-A-S-E-N-D-E-F.com. And she is the author of Truth Works. So, Gina. Yes. Yeah, you want to talk a little bit about your book before we get into the... Um, sure, definitely. Um, yes, freelance writing of people's websites is also something I do, you know, jack of many trades. But um, my book, Truth Works, Divine Life Lessons for Kids of All Ages, will be coming out this spring. Um, it's a book geared towards uh, older children and young adults, but also completely appropriate for adults. And the premise of the book is just taking the traditional life lessons that we all heard growing up, like children should be seen and not heard, or you have to struggle to get ahead, or life is not fair, life lessons like that that have sort of a negative message and talking about what that does when we hold them in our subconscious beliefs and then undoing all of the negative effects that those have had on us for generation after generation and leaving the reader with the truth about why those uh, statements and phrases are used and the real meaning behind them so that they can walk away with a positive, optimistic belief system. And that's the premise of the book. You can read and more I, about it at my website. Yeah, so definitely check out the website. And there's the uh, the Facebook uh 
Yes, there's TruthWorks by Gina Sendef on Facebook. I also have my reading um, business. It's called Angel Works, and those are all on the website and both on Facebook, Angel Works by Gina and TruthWorks by Gina Sendef. Um, But if you just go to the website, there's links to all the Facebook pages. There's um, a place where you can pre-order a copy of the book, which means it will be signed, and lots of other good information about angels and just all sorts of stuff, all sorts of fun things, just like your website, Tia. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And I did receive a reading uh, from Gina. It was very light. You know how sometimes I get readings, it's like this dense energy. But, no, it was really light and fun and informative and on point. So definitely yeah. I recommend Gina. <laughs> yeah. There's, you oh. can be frank but still be optimistic. It doesn't always have to be so heavy, right? Exactly, exactly. And I almost forgot, I've been doing this for the last couple of shows where I just tell people, just a little bit of thing I learned since the last show, what I've been doing. So I recently uh, purchased Doreen Virtue's Angel Therapy um, Practitioner Course, with the DVD Home Course, Certification Course. Yes. And I, I just completed it over the weekend. I I submitted my uh, my quiz, and I signed the license agreement. So hopefully in a couple of days I'll get the email back, and I'll be a uh, Certified, I'll be an eight certified angel therapy yeah. practitioner. So yay! So that's just increasing my ability to help all you wonderful people out there. And um, also in regards to abundance today, um, it's funny because I don't always think of the topic a week ahead. Maybe a couple of days before, and it comes to me. But I tend to get, um, I, I tend to have an experience that relates to the topic. For example. Um, I had wanted something to – I had a goal set. I'm just going to keep a little bit private now until it comes full for and I can really give the whole story. But I have this goal, and um, there have been a few setbacks. And I didn't get totally bummed because I still get the feeling that I can achieve it. Just, it's just like a little speed bump in the road. So mm-hmm. um, when I was a little bit bummed, yesterday I saw uh, a couple of um, new uh, uh, status news feeds on Facebook, and one was – uh, keep traveling the road, don't give up a couple of minutes before the miracle because the the road's windy and you can't see the end, but just keep on trucking, basically. So that was one, and also I've been posting on the Facebook page, I've been seeing lots of twos, lots of ones, and lots of zeros, mm-hmm. and that's basically uh, zero is the omega, represents God, beginning and all that other stuff, and it's like basically saying God wants you to keep the faith and keep your attention high. So, and that that relates to abundance because with abundance, sometimes if something doesn't happen right away or if we don't, we can't see the bigger picture yet because we have to do A, B, and C to get to D, we tend to, to say, oh, it's not working or, or oh, did I miss something? Because abundance is such a wide scope and evolves sure. so much. So when, when I was a kid, I used to think that abundance was directly related to money. Um, but like I, I would see, I used to watch. Uh, okay, this is showing my age a little bit here. I used to watch Life Stars of the Rich and Famous with uh, uh-huh, Robin Leach. With Robin Leach. <laughs> Robin Leach. Caviar was uh, Champagne Wishes and Caviar, caviar Dreams, dream, right? Champagne Wishes and Caviar Dreams. <laughs> yeah, and and he would talk to the stars, and it seemed like they were just so happy and doing all these great things and eating things that. I don't know where they got it from or what depths of the ocean <laughs> they had to go to, but it seemed like a really cool thing, and it seemed like it was directly related to their money until I got older and I realized, like, I, I had a, a good um, childhood. You know, my, my family partied a lot, everything like that, but, like, the super, it seemed to be, like, extra happy. Like, if I was happy, they seemed extra happy, you know? 
And it wasn't until I got older that I realized that friends, you know, abundance of friends, abundance of loving yourself, accepting yourself, all, all that is not directly related to money. So No, if if abundance yeah. were only about money, then every single person in Hollywood would be happy, balanced, and living a life that they were happy with. You wouldn't see addiction and overdose and divorce rates and things of that nature. So it's definitely not just about money. It's about all things, the limitless supply of all things. Right. Exactly. So what what exactly um, is the definition definition of abundance? I know I, I have my personal definition, and I know you mentioned a 40-day prosperity course. Yes. Well, no, not a course. I've I've done a 40-day practice. I'm involved with another one. I'm also the host of one. I've done abundance workshops within my business. And really the definition there is it is a personal one because what it means for each person may be different based on their goals and intentions within their own life. But loosely speaking, uh, abundance has an abundant definition. It's limitless. It is abundance in all areas of our life, abundance in our schedule to have the time to do the things we want to do, abundance within our relationships, loving relationships. The most important thing to remember about abundance, no matter what area of your life you're trying to manifest it within, is that it starts within, within ourselves. If we are not good and balanced and have a loving relationship with ourselves, if we don't have those things, you cannot manifest outwardly what you desire because it all has to start from within. Um, so I guess the really the root of abundance, if you wanted to get to that root of the definition, starts with loving ourselves, accepting ourselves, and if it's necessary, forgiving ourselves. I like that, yeah. And you know what? I didn't even think about it until you said it. Abundance definition is abundant. <laughs> abundant mm-hmm. definition. It's, it's limitless, really- so it's... It's like trying to define God. You know, you can't. It's right. limitless. You can put some words to it, and I do think it is personal because for some people they don't need abundance in certain areas. Um, you know, if you aren't a student in school, then you don't necessarily need abundance in your studies. Does that make sense? So it just depends a little bit about what's going on with your life as well but it is in all areas of our life. I think one aspect people struggle with a great deal is the financial aspect because they think of it as something separate, when in truth it is all connected, all one and the same. Money is nothing more than energy, just like everything else. So um, when you have that understanding and you make that, that shift in your perspective and you realize if money is energy, then it has a flow to it, just like everything else. It has a yin and a yang and an ebb and a flow. If you are blocked in one way, you can literally block the flow of any energy to yourself, be it love, be it money, be it um, time in your schedule, anything you're trying to manifest. So when you're not seeing yourself be able to manifest what you're trying to create in your life, it's sort of like the universe is potentially sending you a message. They might be, It might be providing you something better than what you anticipated, which in your case, Tia, that you were just talking about at the top of the show, um, I think is definitely the case. When you can surrender your intentions to the divine, 
often they will bring them to you in ways you didn't expect and in bigger ways than you anticipated. So leaving your heart open for that is really important. Yeah. So I guess the definition of abundance is personal and limitless, but it's all about energy. There is an energy to abundance. Yeah, that is definitely the key that I am still learning every day. (laughs) I want to get to this caller because um, I'm getting really good energy that I should really take this call because I wanted to get to the the um, the uh, what we were talking about earlier with um, the mantras and stuff like that. But I'm just getting really strong notion to take this caller. So let's take this caller from a three one three area code. So you can just say just your first name and where you're from. That would be awesome. My first name is Ibitar, and I'm from Colorado. Oh, nice. How are you? Good. Um, well, um, I don't know how – I'm a first-time caller. I don't know exactly how uh, you ask – you answer the questions, but abundance is uh, something that uh, that I'm open to. Do you have a window open or something? No, I'm walking outside. You're walking. I was going to say I'm hearing (laughs) wind. It's a little bit hard to hear. Okay. Well, I can go inside. I was taking a walk. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. And um, I don't know if either of you know, um, I've learned recently that the word abundance had been changed. The original word was abundance. With an H. Oh. And they took the H off for whatever reason. I don't know. Hmm. So it might be something you might want to investigate. Well, I prefer, my personal mantra is abundanza, which is abundance in Italian. It's just, I think it's just fun sounding, and um, I have partly Italian heritage. So uh, I don't know if it was that way in Italian as well. Um, I, I'm not sure where the H does come from. I know that in some mantras when you say hung, that is referring to God and the universe and the divine, so it could have been a representation of that. Mm-hmm. And also, a Do you have a question? Yeah, I'd like to know... Uh, I'm in a new place, and uh, I'm open to a, abundance on all levels. So, and I think I'm vibrating on the level to attract it. So I'm just uh, wondering if you can just maybe give me some insight. Sure. What um, are, do you have a meditation practice right now? Yes, I do. Okay, and what uh, what intentions are you setting before you're going into meditation? Um, normally, I don't set intentions. What I do, I connect with my my soul. That's basically what I do when I go into meditation. Sure. And I call on my higher self. So. Well, you might want to like try. If you're looking for guidance from your higher self about abundance and about things that you can be doing to, because attracting it is part of the equation. We still have to act upon the guidance that we receive from when we set our intentions. So one very if wonderful way to do that is to set an intention before you go into meditation and surrender to your higher self. Um okay. 
So you may want to set an intention if you are specifically looking for some guidance about an idea that you have or a certain aspect of your life where you would like to be more abundant. Set that intention before you go into meditation and then do your normal meditation, however it is you can get to that state. And be real open to any, you know, visions, thoughts, anything you're hearing during your meditation because that is literally your higher self communicating to you what it is that you intend to find out. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You can provide yeah, it for yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. You can provide it for yourself. And it might not come the first time, so give it, you know, give it a couple of uh, of tries with your meditations. Um, but try setting intentions beforehand, not that you're going to focus on those during your your meditation because you mm-hmm. should focus however you need to focus, but it will come to you if you set the intention beforehand. Okay. Do you have anything to add, Tia? Yes, I was going to say also um, what I have realized over the years is that with abundance, there are some things that we do not realize that we need to detach from or there's something that we just need to let go um, generally speaking, um, in order to attract a full abundance, for example, uh, say, like you were saying earlier, you know, if, if you move to a new place, do something new, we have to go through the process of cleansing ourselves from the old. Not uh, any disrespect to the old house that we were in, might have loved it, but there's always that um, nostalgic feeling or some older feeling. So as you enter your meditation, just be open to um, stuff on a subconscious level that needs to uh, be detached. So that's also what I would suggest, and never really open up your abundance. Even that would be the perfect uh, intention for your next meditation is to ask if there's anything that you need to, uh, anything negative or anything that you need to detach from or forgive and see what comes to you because those kinds of things, when we hold on to them, they create blocks in our flow. And abundance, again, is energy, so it's about flow. Um, so that'd be a good intention uh, to use. Well, for several months now, I've been doing a lot of healing and letting go. I mean, that's been like the ultimate uh, work, uh, spiritual work I've been doing. So, and other things have been surfacing, and I, you know, as they surface, I let them go. Very uh, good. But you are on the right for, path. Yeah. For about for about a year now. Intensely. And the thing is, I have a saying, if we're breathing, we're forgiving. It's not something that necessarily ends. There may be things that you have forgiven and released from the past, but we're still here. We're still humans. We still have an ego. We still have people that come into our daily life that, you know, might be negative or hurtful. So there's always that's an ongoing thing that we do. Right. And things that we just don't even realize, <laughs> you know, until you, you do a meditation and something comes up and you just, something just never, it could be something from childhood that you just don't sure. remember and comes surface, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of that surfacing too. A great time to do those types of meditations are during the full moon cycle because that's what the full moon is all about, um, is release of those kinds of things. And then if you want with the new moon cycle, when you're setting your intentions for your meditation, that's more about creation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other questions? Uh, not that I can think of. Thank you, you so much for calling. 
Oh, the, go ahead. Uh, oh, I just have one last thing. Uh, do you work with the uh, Archangels? Um, I would say uh, yes, I do. Um, but a lot of times I don't just. Uh, it's not any one any one specific uh, uh, that I normally work with, but I okay. know that they're there, and I communicate with them. Okay, because uh, Gina just reminded me of this when she was mentioning the full moon and and other uh, energies to work with. Um, uh, three archangels come to mind, and I was just taking an APT course over the week, and I was reminded of this. Um, to, to to help you uh, detach, like cut cords from um, situation energy that you may not remember, whatever the case may be, you can call in Archangel Michael. And these are uh, the archangels are non-denominational, so you can just you know you can use them. And um, what he does is he'll come in and he has a, a sort of energy, so he can just detach from um, lower energies. It's just anything that's just those like speed bumps on your road to abundance. So. He can he can take care of that, and then Archangel Raphael could come in and, and heal you. And Archangel Jophiel helps you keep um, beautiful thoughts and helps you you know keep the ego at bay. I mean I, I don't get that you have an ego, but like a but it, it's just a good way to just keep everything balanced. So so yeah, so work with with all that. You can just say I just call upon you, Archangel Michael, Raphael, Jophiel, and and that really helped. I mean, I, I took the course over the weekend, and I still feel pretty energetic, and my brother told me that, like, I lost weight. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Hey, that's a great archangel. And the, the moon cycles, <laughs> okay, so, when you're so. working – when you're working with any of the moon cycles, full moon, new moon, um, Archangel Haniel works with the mm-hmm. moon cycles. And Archangel Raphael is around you anyway because you are a healer. Yes, I am. Are you working as a healer right now? Um, no, I'm not actually working as a healer. I'm going to Are you learning? Start, um, well, the gift is already there. It's just that I've yes. been in school and you know, getting the certification, I'll get the certification sure. and, uh HH, HHP, Holistic Health Practitioner, this summer. But I will be actually start practicing this summer because that's something that I have to do in order to get the certification in the fall. Well, once you um, – and, and start now, even as a student, when you are – working with people that you're trying to help as a healer, um, Mm -hmm. invite Archangel Raphael in with you, and he will guide you and help you help with your medical intuition a great deal. So because he is around you and really looking forward to you doing that. Um, So -hmm. that's great. That's great. Congratulations. I just want to mention to Tia, I function out of my heart space, not so much my ego. And I I basically, you know, when I connect with people, I connect with their heart space and their souls. So yeah. my ego is not in the way. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and 90% of the time, my ego is not in the way. And so it allows me to really connect with uh, the angels, the universe, the, you know, their energy, my higher self as well. So that's really not a problem for me. When you invite the angels in to your healing sessions as well, that will take care of that other ten percent because you said ninety percent of the time. Because you'll chan- they'll channel right through you and be able to, 
you'll be able to use their energy to give to people you're trying to help. Um, it's what I do with every single reading because even though you say that, we are still human. We are still bound to earth and its energy, and the ego is there. Even if it is just the tiniest bit, it is still there. So by asking Archangel Raphael to come in or asking our angels to work through us to help people, especially as healers, we take that out of the equation completely. So um, Archangel Hophiel is definitely uh, keeps our words beautiful and positive and also our space. So you're in a new home, you mentioned. She can help you with making your space uh, energetically harmonious. I'm not actually in in my home. Uh, I'm in a new new state, and I'm and I'm hoping to be moving uh, into okay. my own place, um, you know, pretty soon, um, sometime in the near future. Well, that is one archangel to call on to help as you find your home and are moving into it to help make your space. Again, beautiful, harmonious, positive, all of those things. So, good luck to you with everything. Thank you. Both thank both of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, I I really um like that because there are um it it, it is like an ongoing thing, the healing process and abundance. It's it's always a learning uh, road. Well, I guess. As you raise your vibration, the more you're working on your path with spiritual growth and listening to your intuitive guidance and meditating, and if you're doing yoga or any of those types of practices, you are raising your vibration. And when you do so, negativity becomes less and less tolerable, and that's why forgiveness, which is really just the release of negativity, is so important, and it has to be an ongoing practice because that negativity will, as you raise your vibration, you manifest more quickly and it can be done positively or negatively so you really need to be diligent about what you were talking about Tia cutting cords with Archangel Michael Um, I do it daily especially working with other people and helping them you know it's a very natural process for people to uh, have cord attachments between each other and healthy ones are obviously a positive thing but unhealthy ones you can share negative energy back and forth and it has happens without people's knowledge. They don't do it on purpose, but it is really important to be diligent about cutting those cords um, so you're not sharing negativity back and forth, especially with people you're close to or people that you've helped if you are a healer or you work in any sort of service industry or anything like that. It can affect you physically and emotionally and create blocks. Yeah, absolutely right. That's why it's so important to... Um... I actually do it just throughout the day because if I don't, I, I would forget and it'd be days on. And I thought, you know, oh man, you know, I need to clean myself. So, forgiveness is really a um, a block that could be unblocked, like you were saying yeah. earlier. So, yeah, that in addition to acceptance is really um, two good things that can help you to uh, attract more abundance. Because, like as you were saying earlier, Gina. You know, once you forgive, it's it's like another form of a healing process. You forgive, you're literally releasing. It's like you're carrying a heavy bag, you know, of all this stuff that yes. happened to you until you let it go. It's going to be, you know, on your back. And I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, you had back problems or 
your leg problem because you're carrying a heavy load. Sure, knee problems, anything in your joints. I read something recently that not forgiving somebody is like swallowing poison and expecting another person to die. Sure, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it will create blocks throughout your life, um, physical, uh, emotional problems. But specifically, when when I am in an abundance workshop or an abundance practice, a forty day practice with a group of people, the first thing we do is forgiveness, and it starts with yourself because there's always some regret we're holding on to or some guilt we're holding on to, and those are the uh, glaring road signs that we have unforgiveness towards our own self and it has to start with you and then work on uh forward into other relationships because our relationship right. with our self will be reflected in every relationship we have including our relationship with abundance exactly and i like the acceptance part because the acceptance is um a thing that has to be recognized for example i had to accept the fact and accept the fact that I recognize I need abundance in this area or accept the fact that I recognize that um, there is a block that I haven't realized or just something. So acceptance is a huge part. Accept the fact that you are a spiritual person, that there will be um, some speed bumps because if the road to success was a straight, smooth road, everyone would be successful overnight. <laughs> but unfortunately, it's a whiny road. You know, it's very serpentine. You know, there's... There's a lot of stuff in the way, and and that is also part of our our um our uh, what do you call it like, like our uh, our contract. Because I read that you know we have contracts before we come down to earth, and we're meant to experience certain things. But mm-hmm. um, acceptance along the way helps us to um, discover those the blocks, you know, and um, dissolve them. And help us get to our goal and raise our vibration. That way, we can attract and be instant manifestors to what we want. And then abundance won't seem like this kind of abstract. Like, oh, what is abundance? How come I don't have this? Come? You won't even think about that. You will already be so so into being abundant that it won't even seem like something in the distance or anything like that. Because through forgiveness and acceptance and realization, yeah. it's just bam like that. Acceptance and gratitude have to go hand in hand because they change your perspective and they are in alignment with abundance. Accepting the way that your life is right now, being thankful for the things you have and realizing that we have everything we need at the time that we need it. That is aligning yourself with the energy of abundance. And love is aligning yourself with the energy of abundance. Acceptance and love go hand in hand. And one thing that it's very important to accept is anything that we are regretful for that has happened or that we have done in the past. Because the thing about the past is we we did what we did to the best of our knowledge at the time it happened. We did our best at the time that it happened with what we knew and what we had available to us. And a lot of times people look at the past with their perspective of today and their knowledge of today, not remembering what things were actually like back when such and such happened. And that is something that will really create a lot of unforgiveness toward the self and blocks to abundance. So that component of acceptance is very vital and then accepting your life as it is today and starting a gratitude practice a gratitude journal um, something that makes you 
state what you are grateful for on a daily basis, even if it is just one simple thing, that is a practice that will start to align your energy with the energy of abundance. And when energy, and like attracts like. So when you align your energy with a similar energy, you will attract that into your life. Um, and it can be done in baby steps. If If you're not in a good place right now, you can just start writing down one small thing you were grateful for during the day. Um, be it whatever it is. I got a great parking spot at work today. Um, you know, the sun was shining and that made me happy today. Whatever it might be, and you can build upon that. Yeah, I, I like that you said baby stuff because uh, it, it's sort of like a uh, New Year's resolution where we kind of set ourselves up. I mean, I gave them resolutions a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, me like, too. We make the goal so big. And, and and to some extent, we are told don't focus on the how, you know, blah blah. But you still have to do the work. So when you set a goal that's really big, I, I in my previous show I said have the fantasy first. You know, think about like is exactly what you want, how you want to be. You want to live in a castle and all that stuff. Yeah, put the fantasy out there first, and then have the goal because the goal setting up uh, several goals to get to the ultimate goal is what's going to help you, you know, get to that. Maybe the fantasy. Maybe you will buy a castle. Who knows? But. Yeah, that that whole part, and, and that's sort of like what I was talking about earlier in the show, how I receive signs, you know, it's a winding road. Don't give up on the miracle. Keep the faith. So that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that all falls in line with it. And I had a uh, question uh, from Twitter from sure. Rosalind Vanessa. Uh, she's saying that she has an opportunity to buy in a business for women. And uh, she says she feels worried about buying into an existing business. So she, so... It seems like, um, well, one, on on a more physical uh, side, uh, you want to make sure that the business is, uh, like, legit. You always look into the background of business, you want a better business bureau, anything like that. Um, On the spiritual side, if you feel like this is correct, but it's the leap that you're worrying about or maybe some other things, um, a business sense with abundance is, is one of those things like, what if I get too successful and people find me, find out about me? <laughs> so you, you want to make sure that you're comfortable with yourself. So you have to literally open yourself to the ability that, hey, I can do if it's, you know, right for you. Um, any worrying stems from a lack of faith. That's what worrying is. Um so you really have to examine where that's coming from. Is it a lack of faith in yourself? Is it something that happened in the past with another business that makes you have your faith shaken? So there's something there. There's a component there that needs to be released to move forward. And you need to surrender it to your angels, to God, whatever it is that you're comfortable with saying. Um and state your intentions positively. So in other words, worrying can be a useful tool because it tells us where we are blocked. Um, And what you need to do is then worrying is often statements about what we don't want. Well, what if this happens? What if that happens? So take what you know you don't want to happen and change those into positively worded intentions that talk about what you do want. I want to enter this business and have the partnership be harmonious and the business be successful, something along those lines. And any time you state an intention, you want to include the statement, this or something better God, because what that does is it surrenders your intention to the divine to then bring in divine will 
to provide you with the limitless abundance that is available because every time we state an intention, we do limit ourselves. It's a human condition, and there's really no way around it. So just by including a statement that surrenders it to God, you are opening a door. So if I have an intentions box that I um, keep, and it's part of my abundance practice, and I review it with every new moon because the new moon is about creation. And I... Um, keep my intentions written on little post-it notes and at the bottom of each intention is that in statement is that statement this or something better god so release your worries use them for the tool they are and examine where it's coming from and change them into the what if statements that are your current worries into positively stated intentions yeah so <clears throat> yeah especially i think with business um those are really good because uh, we might say something like, I want to do this, and I like that statement, this or something better, because with abundance, it can be so much more than you can ever imagine. And I just use my, myself as an example. Um, like, just years ago, I, I was always a spiritual person. I didn't know what it was called and whatever like that. But uh, when I first started reading books, I just I slowly began to open myself, not even realizing it, to more and more things, and then um, eventually uh, I started to write more about uh, spiritual things. I started to um, go online, do research, meet people. And now I'm on a radio show. But this is in the, of the course of, like, I would say maybe five, six years. So with business, don't, um, don't, uh, don't, don't let worries get too much into it. Like, like Gina was saying before, worry is a good indicator of what blockages you may have and you know, and, and it's always good to uh, maintain that, that balance, you know, because you don't want to just jump into something. But at the same time, you know, look at all the other um, factors involved and, and really take your time. Let it take, you know, like the saying goes, let me sleep on it because mm-hmm. the, the elders and, and a lot of different uh, tribes, they would uh, go to sleep to have a, a dream to uh, talk to spirit and figure out what they should do. So that's how that term, let me sleep on it, came about. So sleep on it, <laughs> you know, meditate. Meditate on it. All that good stuff. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, Gina. I said meditate on it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Open up that third eye chakra, all that other good stuff. Yes, definitely. Um, you know, I wanted to talk about control in abundance. Mm-hmm. Is that is that okay, Tia? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Um, because abundance is flow, like we talked about. It, there's an energy to it. And there's also a component involved that requires surrender. And this is really important when you are stating your intentions as well, is surrendering the how to God, to your angels, to the divine, to the universe, whatever term um, you feel comfortable with. If you try to control the steps along the way as to how you will reach your end result, you will create blocks and you will limit yourself. So the intentions that we state should really be about the end result what we want to happen, the prize that we have our eye on, the eye on the prize. And we have to release the how to our angels, to the universe. And then this is where our intuition comes in. We have to be aware. We have to start listening. And when we're getting guidance in ideas or opportunities that come our way, like businesses that we might want to be involved in, we have to have faith and move forward. When you are unsure, and this goes back to the Twitter question a little bit, ask for a sign. 
ask for a sign for the universe. I'm unsure. I have worries. I have doubts. Give me a sign. Is this how I'm supposed to proceed? And again, your awareness and using your intuitive gifts is key because we all have them. And when you get that sign, and it might come to you in a thought, a dream, an idea, an email, a song on the radio, a commercial on the TV, you'll know when you hear the words like you were talking about at the beginning of the show, Tia. When you get that sign, act on it without fear and have faith. It is about surrender, just like meditation is about surrender. It's a key component to abundance because if you're going to try and control the how, you're going to create blocks. I can't even begin to tell you how I do that. <laughs> like I still, and, and that's why I was saying earlier, like it's an ongoing thing to to let go. I am highly impatient. I do not like waiting lines. <laughs> I do, and I and I do want to contribute a little bit to um, my astrological chart because Virgos like to be in charge. But of course, astrology is much more than that. But um, yeah, I, I do like to be in charge. I want to know what's going on, how it's going to happen, because I just love detail, 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 detail. So I have to snap out of it, Archangel Trophio. <laughs> To come in, set that ego aside, and let me know, hey, Tia, hey, wake up. Hey, you don't control this. <laughs> no. You know? so, <laughs> so I'm or focus on the things that. that you can control. You know what I'm saying? Take the little things that you can control and focus your energy there. And realize that that need to control, it's a little bit about more about being uh just detail-oriented, there is somehow a lack of faith that is underlying with that. And sometimes it just takes practice. It just takes practice asking for signs and and learning to have faith because the more you expose yourself to that, the more faith that you build up, and, and it's a thing that can build over time. So being aware of it is, is really key. If you're aware, then you know you can put a, a stop to it or tell your ego to go sit in the corner, um, yeah. tell your inner critic yeah, tell your inner critic to shut up. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not to be impolite, we don't say that in my house, but when it comes to my inner critic, I say shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there are times you just got to just say, you know, well, what I like to do is because um, there have been a few people that just, uh, they've just been just really overwhelmed, you know, and the, one of the first things I just say is breathe. Just take a deep yes. breath and <laughs> that's the first step when you're overwhelmed you got to get the oxygen in right and you know when you really want to attract something and you got to you know you got to all match like yeah you know i want to do this and that just take a deep breath relax and i love that you said to uh pay attention to the signs because i cannot stress this enough when I was uh, first being into reading spiritual books, I swore that an archangel was going to come down from the heavens and, you know, all this great stuff was going to happen. But signs are so subtle. I'm telling you people, mm-hmm. signs are so subtle. And, I, and, and I, again, I use myself as an example. I am one of those people that it has to be extremely, you know, important for me to go to the doctors. You know, like, if I get a cold, I'm like, oh, whatever, you know, I'll beat it. You know, so I went to the doctor about my foot and... I was walking home. It's not too far from my home. But I was walking home, and you know, so I, I happened to look down. I was walking past the hospital, and um, and I, and I looked down on the ground. It's a, it's a piece of uh, um, cardboard, like a one of those ground delivery boxes, and it says, mm-hmm. um, um, oh gosh, it said, uh, "Handle with care." And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, hey, thank you. I told, I get it. I get it. So definitely be aware of the signs, and I just want to say an, another one before I, because uh, I want to talk about um, blockages and romance. 
There, I was sure. to, um I can't think of uh, the guy, but it was on Hay House Radio, and he was saying how uh, this one lady she wanted to. I think she was a writer. Yeah, she was a writer. She did a lot of stuff, um, painting a lot of different things, and she wanted to be certain stars and uh, of celebrities. And she uh, she went to the celebrity you know office to set up an appointment. And of course, the celebrity is busy. You know, you gotta like wait like it's mm-hmm. like going to see a special. You gotta wait like like a month in advance. You know, sign up in advance. So uh, one day, this lady was driving on the expressway, and she just she just got a feeling that she needed to get off the expressway because there was a sign about an antique show. And the lady was saying, I don't have any money to buy any antiques. I don't even like antiques. But she followed her mind, you know, the, the little boys, and she got off the exit and she drove. You know, she's just walking around. She's just thinking, oh, I would never buy this. I don't know what I'm doing here. This doesn't make any sense. And she and basically she ends up meeting the, the celebrity who she wanted to meet anyway. So she yep. just by, by following, you know, the signs, and signs can come in many different forms, and lots of people talk about it. I have a, a YouTube video about uh, getting to know your spiritual self, your clairvoyant or clairsentient. She followed um, messages from spirit, and it led her to the celebrity who she wanted to meet. So definitely keep that in mind when, when you're when you're yes. um, attacking abundance. Listen to your I, intuition. It is not your imagination. It is how heaven yeah. communicates with us. They're not right. going to call you on your not, cell phone. Well, they might, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. But it, it may not um, be the, the sign that you're looking for. You know, you might want to meet like a hot guy at a coffee house, and you might meet him through a drive-through. I don't know, but you know, yes, it, it, it might not. Um, things do not necessarily happen in the way we think that they should because we're limited and. We do not, like you said before, the angels, are, you know, they're above. They see the bigger picture. We don't necessarily see that in our own lives. So that's why faith and listening to your intuition is so important when you're trying to manifest anything. Yeah, exactly. And um, in regards to um, abundance and relationships, I know someone, um, let me go back up. Is a question from the chat room, but um, I have to find. I gotta go. I gotta scroll back up. But yeah, um, abundance in relation. What I have noticed, people come to me for readings, and uh, they want to know various things. A lot of things that I notice is that um, again, I like to evolve the physical and the spiritual. On the physical side, you don't want to keep reliving ex boyfriend girlfriend relationships. Like you said earlier, Gina, you know. Don't beat yourself up, basically, you know, it, it happened, happened, but there's a strong need to detach. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to yes. Yeah, th- th- I was just going to say there's always something to be learned from every single relationship we have. Exactly, and you don't want to compare. Like, it's okay to say, you know, like, I'm so happy I'm in with John because, you know, uh, George was just a bum, whatever. Okay, that's fine, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but don't 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 go into so much detail where you're reliving George and you know, and now you're putting a piece of George energy into John because you're you know, like because it's still there, it's still energy. So um, blocks in relationships. Make sure that you um, take the time realize realizing relationships is, is a big deal. Don't ignoring is the worst thing you can do. So. Um, then you want to look for a relationship in anything, but just in the sense of romantic relationship because that tends to be the one that stings the most, <laughs> like that is in like business, you know, bad business deals. Um, you, you want to make sure that you release 
all that in the past. So you can just say things like, um, I hereby uh, cut the cords, uh, any cords of negativity from you. I hereby release your negative energy. You don't want to put another negative in there like, um, uh, I can't stand you and therefore, you know, just no. try to, yeah, just cut that. And what I like to do is um, I recommend this to almost everyone because I do this when I come home every day. Take a shower and mentally visualize negative energy going down the drain. Of course, a lot of people say use salt water or whatever, but it's something that's really quick and, you know, just because just, you're literally seeing it going down the drain. That's wonderful. So you're basically just letting that go away. So first, make sure that you release all that, you know, in the past. Second, realize that, like Gina said, it is a lesson. So just say thank you. <laughs> you know, I thank yes. you for that lesson. I, I you know, because I learned because I with each Oh, you, you go ahead. I was just going to say, if if you know it's not somebody, a, a type of person you would want to be with, you can say, thank you for showing me something I needed to know. Right, exactly. exactly. Often it's just that simple of an example, is you learned about <laughs> a type of person you shouldn't be with or a type exactly. of situation you shouldn't be in. Right, and it makes the next one just that much better, right? Because cause you learn, so you know what to look out for early signs. Because um, some of us are not tapped into our intuition, so some people pick up on some things faster than other people do. So the other people do. So what's red flag to someone else may not be a red flag to, to you know another person. So with that, Richard, you learn that okay, I know the signs. Okay, so when she says, well, "What are you doing in that tone?" You know, that's a little big. You know. Her, you know, you, you you pick up on the small things. So, so you say thank you, and then next, spend time alone with yourself. Not because the whole oh, we need to get a rebound, or you know, I need I need to do no. Just because this lets you really dive into yourself, and it helps you realize that um, one, you have to care for yourself first. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of other people. Because the thing of it as a building. If one, think of building with four legs. If one the leg is, you know, a little bit broken or whatever, it's just it's going to fall eventually. So take time for yourself so you can honor yourself. And I'm telling you, you will eventually find some, or someone will find you because at this point you've done all the work you can do. So now it's up to, you know, your potential lover to do the work that he or she needs to do so that way he's on your vibration because you're doing it, you just raise your vibration for more abundance, right? So that's, you know, what I like to um, attribute to that. If you want to attract a loving partner who will be unconditional in their love, you have to be unconditional with the love of yourself, which is something we've been talking about the whole time, acceptance of yourself, forgiveness for the past or things that you regret having happened or done, those all have to come from within for you to be able to attract it into your life. If you are holding on to negativity about yourself and anger over things that have happened, you will attract more of that in people that come into your life, be it romantically or other types of relationships. So the self-component that you're talking about, Tia, is the literal first step to attracting loving relationships and abundant relationships. And can I just say hi to a relationship of mine that I know is listening, my little friend Ivy? Sure, yeah. Hi, Ivy. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Cool. I I love that. Yeah, you can say hi to anyone you want. I love that. That's really cool. 
Hey, T, you know, I'm seeing, because I'm on the page of the radio show, and somebody's asking about abundance mantras. Can I give one? Oh, yeah, you know, I just scrolled up. That's the one I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I was going to ask you that. Go, so go right this, I have to give credit to my wonderful friend, Laura Titchler, who um, operates Lotus of the Soul, uh, and you can find her website at lotusofthesoul.com. And she ran a... 40-day abundance practice that I just finished with, and um, this is a Sanskrit, I believe, abundance mantra. Um, you can look it up. There is a, This is available on YouTube. There is a video of how to say it and what the meanings of the words are. I can't remember every single word offhand. I know one of them is about spirit or God, um, and it goes like this. It's Om Shrim Maha Lakshmi Swaha. And I'm going to spell those words, okay? The first word is OM, as in, you know, the yoga OMs, O-M. And then the second word is SHRIM, S-H-R-I-M. The third word is MAHA, and it's M-A-H-A. And then the fourth word, this is the big one, LAKSHMIEYA, it's L-A-K-S-H-I-M-I-Y-E-A. And the final word is SWAHA, it's S-W-A-H-A, and that is an abundance mantra that aligns your energy with abundance, and I do it on a 108 bead mala. You can use a rosary. Those are the same amount of beads on a rosary, so any type of prayer beads. Um, And uh, making that a daily practice will help to center you and align your energy with the energy of abundance. So, again, it's Om Shrim Mahalakshmi Swaha. And, yes, it takes a couple times to practice It's a lot, but I wrote it down. (laughs) (laughs) It's really awesome if you go to YouTube and search that, search the spelling of what I said. Um, Maybe Tia will post it on her Facebook page so you can refer back to it. Um, There is a video out there, and you can hear the gentleman saying it, and it will tell you exactly what each word means. I like that, yeah. I, I, yes, I, I almost, I also use the Ramadasa mantra, which is Ramadasa sa se so hung. That's a healing mantra. Okay, I was just um, like writing, trying to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll show that one too. It's Ramadasa, so it's R A M A D A S A, and then the second part is sa. Say so hung, S A, S A Y, S O H U N G, and Ramadasa talks about the elements of the earth like sun, water, air, that type of thing. Um, Sase so hung is calling upon spirit. It's a healing mantra. It's just fun to say Ramadasa. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You can I, sing I, I, it. I, you can say it fast or slow. My kids love to say it on the way to the bus stop every morning. Oh yeah, that's good for school. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. Want that Just kind of sets you in a, in a good mood for the day. You know, start the day saying Ramadasa. Right, because there's always something going on. That's yeah, that's yeah. a great way to start the day. Mornings, getting three kids off to school, you need a Ramadasa. <laughs> <laughs> Well, more you're just getting me up alone. Yeah, right. <laughs> I always say I'm my own cheerleader because I'm like, oh, I got to get up. And I like I mentally, you know, uh, like projected that, like, okay, I'll be doing this and that and that. But to get 
started. That is a great, great, great mantra. Or mantra so I will definitely yes. use those. <laughs> Absolutely. And when like, you're doing, since they brought up mantras, I'll I'll talk a little bit about grounding yourself as well because that's really important for keeping your chakras balanced and um, just keeping our our energy positive and focused. Um, is the act of grounding yourself, making sure that your root chakra is grounded with the earth so that you are an open flow between earth all the way up through your crown chakra, so from your root all the way up to your crown chakra. Um, do you have any grounding techniques, Tia? If not, I have one. Um, the, the one I have is, is what I use from um, Colette Baron reed but she just says uh, <clears throat> to put both your feet on the floor and imagining, uh, imagine roots coming from your feet going down into the earth. So that, that's what I use. Yes, this and mine's different. similar. Um, it's uh, This is from... A lady that I got a reading from, her name is Elaine Groman, and she has a website. The last name is G-R-O-H-M-A-N. And it's just putting your feet on the floor, same type of concept with the roots. And then you use your, um, in healing, your middle fingers are called your power fingers or your fire fingers. I've heard, heard them called either one of those. And you just tap your crown chakra with that. And then sort of open your hands and your toes like energy straws and picture the energy then flowing through you. And I usually will just say like a little mantra to myself that I'm grounded, safe, secure, and loved. And that's important. You can do those. If you're doing um, a mala, it's a good idea to ground yourself in conjunction with that. I like that. And I like when they're um, <clears throat> they're easy because sometimes... Uh, like there are more complicated ones, I'm sure. Sure. Complicated, more in, in depth ones. And um, sometimes yes, they can I, be a little intimidating. Yeah, to to like the newcomers or people who want to do something, you know, simple. So I like that. Sure. Yeah, I grew up Catholic, so the rosary is, you know, that's a really involved prayer bead uh, type thing. So um, a lot of the mala work and the mantras I do today are a little bit easier than that. And there's something yeah, almost I, I really like fun that. when you see him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I really, I, I like that. Yeah, I went to a uh, Catholic school for a significant amount of years, and um, I say for most of my school career, um, because I've, I've been in school from the age of four to twenty-one, so I felt like it was a career. And um, yeah, over the course of those years, I um, I uh, accumulated a lot of rosaries, and it, it's amazing how um, some prayers stick with you. And I, I learned a couple of prayers in French. But um, I always like the uh, the Hail Mary and Our Father. I just feel like um, mm-hmm. it's another. It, it can serve as like a grounding tool and also um, to help you heal and it's asking for blessings. And I think that's really um, good, especially with abundance, because as we were saying earlier, it's limitless. So there's so many things involved. You can use a lot of different things. So I encourage the mantras, use the rosary. I think it's really, really, really cool. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. The rosary is uh, similar to mala. It's a hundred and eight bead prayer bead mm-hmm. prayer prayer tool. So awesome. And I like the part. Um, I want to also talk about abundance and work. And I know we touched okay. on a little bit about uh, how we pick up energies from different places, but um, yeah, because we talked about uh, the, the business aspect 
but just to to get a job, like just in general, to to get a job in in a positive business environment. Um, I think, well, what I had experienced that me and um, through giving, reading, talking to friends, is that um, we had two different ideas of um, like a job and different ideas for a career. For example, as a kid. You see our parents go to work. My papa always said, I'm going to go make the donuts, you know, something like that. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but no one actually said, you know, that you had to work this many hours and do this. this. So then we end up developing the concept of I work for the weekend. Or um, I, I read, I was in a pub one time, and I read, um, on, <laughs> it was on the board. So, oh, yeah, it, it's this place where people go to talk about their jobs and, and, and they communicate and, you know, form a lot of um, partnerships and stuff like that, and it's called the bar. So <laughs> you don't want to go to the bar because you're trying to escape to your job. I mean, it's, it's okay, you know, you want to socialize, but I think uh, finding a job and then when you do, that whole environment can be so dense and um, and so uncomfortable over time that um, our energy becomes just uh, flooded with other people's energies who've been here before us who can't wait to retire or have their own, you know, two cents about the job. So um, for for that, I would just like to say uh, to to cut the course from the job itself. Not saying, not being, you know, disrespectful or anything like that, because you always say, you know, I'm appreciative to have a job. But make sure that when you leave that you don't have that residue in, in your, your, um, your energy system. Um, One thing that is important, and I actually have a chapter on what you're talking about in my book called Work Sucks. And (laughs) a lot of things, well, and obviously I believe that that does not have to be true. That's why it's in the book. Um, A lot of times people get into jobs and situations that do end up sucking, for lack of a better term, because it's not aligned with their life purpose. So, one thing that will help you change your perspective about work and align you with the energy of abundance is having the faith to do what is in alignment with your life purpose and figuring out what that is and remembering the things that you loved to do and were good at when you were younger, that you wanted to at one point be a veterinarian, but then for whatever reason you got into another field or you wanted to You want to right now be a healer. You want to be a Reiki practitioner, but you are scared and you have fears about that. And recognizing those things and changing the way that you are creating your life and starting to manifest and have faith and use positive intentions and a lot of the things we've talked about on the show. Um, And one thing you can do is... If you know what your life purpose is, if you know you're supposed to be doing something but you cannot work in that field right now for financial reasons or because of reality, you can still align yourself with the energy of that life purpose in some way. You can voluntarily do it. You can read about what interests you. You can start to practice it um, outside of the workplace. I certainly was not an author and angel intuitive my whole life. I actually used to work in the recruiting business, and that's what I did for um, most of my career before I had children. And I learned a lot, uh, a ton about running a business and sales and how to communicate, and I helped a lot of people find jobs, and it was a very rewarding experience, but I knew it was not what I was put on this earth to do. 
So if you are in a situation where work, quote, unquote, sucks, and it's not just about the negativity in the environment, then you have some examining to do about what it is you were put on this earth to do. What is your life purpose? And having the faith and the um to having the faith and following the guidance to pursue that. Yeah, and I like to say, um, the fact that uh people realize that their job's not for them, that's a a key factor in you um realizing that you're raising your vibration that you are remembering your life purpose because think about it if if you didn't realize and that's like one of my words of the day realization realize <laughs> if you didn't realize that this job is no longer for you then you would be in idle mode and and then you wouldn't be fulfilling your life purpose like what Gina was saying you know she she had that job and and now she's you know she's an author she's doing things that I'm sure that was in her, her contract before she came down to earth. So <clears throat> also make sure that um another another word of the day, thankful, yay. Because you learn yeah. a lot of different things. Like you you learn about people's character, you learn um you, you get to learn from bad bosses and good bosses, you know, respect, you know, because a lot of people, you know, people really don't care if you are um a president or CEO like a vice president, president, CEO, um, whatever, if you respect them, you will gain their respect. And um, it's very interesting because Doreen Virtue talks a lot about um, the indigo children or indigo adults and crystal children that they're more likely to respect a janitor with high morals than mm-hmm. a principal that has no more, than a principal who's known to be, you know, abusive to their family or something like that. So make sure that you are um, learning wherever you go and that you are thankful because where you are now is like a pre-respirate, <laughs> like a pre-respirate, I believe that's how you pronounce it, pre-respirate for what you're going to do later. You know, it, it helps make you who you are, and, um, yeah, and then it really propels you to your life purpose. So definitely, you know, keep that in mind. So maybe it's not necessarily a block. It's just uh, just another stepping stone. But uh, like sure. I said, I can for your book to come out now. <laughs> I want to read that part. But yeah, so yeah, make sure that you say your mantras, and so so that way you're um, raising your vibration more and more and more. And um, actually, I should have a show about vibrations. The the more you raise your vibration, the energy that you're sending out, you're going to attract more of that back. So you will eventually phase out of where you are now to a, a life, a job, a lover, a friend, you know, whatever that more suits you because. You, you just it, it does that that area just no longer suits you. You just you just outgrown. It's like you getting promoted. Like you can no longer, you know, function in that that area. It can. It doesn't suit you. You know, you have to go to something else that suits you more. So you know, you get to keep that in mind. Absolutely. Um, there's also a component of being able to make room for abundance, and. Um, Part of what that is is purging stuff that we have held on to. Uh, You know, if you've got a room in your house that you can't walk into because there's stuff piled in it, then you need to purge. Or if you have things in your basement or clothes in your closet that, yeah, you don't wear, you need to purge. If there are relationships that you're engaging in that do not suit, I'm sorry, that do not fulfill you, that are not, providing anything for your highest good that no longer serve you in a positive way, you need to purge. 
And the reason for this is to make room for the positive energy of abundance. When we're holding on to stuff, I, I call it emotional hoarding. Mm-hmm. It's like you watch those shows on TV, Hoarders Buried Alive. The same yeah. thing can happen in our brains and in our souls. And when we're blocked up uh, and we have physically manifested a bunch of stuff, material things that we're not letting go of and not willing to let go of, those create blocks. So when you look in your closet and you look at, you know, a couple pairs of shoes you haven't worn in three years and you think about getting rid of them, if that seems hard for you, you need to examine that because that is a, a willingness to hold on to things. And if you're holding on to material things, chances are you're holding on to emotional things, uh, usually not positive. Um, and those can be creating blocks to the flow of abundance into your life, to the flow of you being able to fulfill your life purpose, um, to the flow of uh, your relationships, every aspect of your life. Yeah, you so know, purging that is was... important. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying that's really great because I um, forgot about that. That's really good. Um yeah, definitely. You know, open up a window, let that fresh air in in your home. You know, um, uh, and and um, old religions like like Wicca, women would literally sweep, you know, stuff uh, dust out the, the house. The, yep, sweep the front and back doors every day as yeah. a symbol to sweep out the negative energy, clearing yeah. your space with vibrational tools. Um, I have chimes and singing bowls and gongs. Mm-hmm. Um, you can. Sage, smudge your space to clear it from negative energy. Being diligent about doing those things all adds in the raising of your vibration and aligning you with your higher self, which is in alignment with the energy of abundance. Oh, yeah, so true. I mean, I remember being home from school in the summertime when I was a kid, and my grandmother would sweep the dust through the front door. And I didn't understand it at the time. But, you know, years later doing your research, you know, women did that back in, you know, they just the intuitively knew to do it. Yeah, so like Gina said, there's just so much you can do, you know, the sage, everything. You really want to uh, cleanse on the spiritual level as well. Like, yeah, definitely. And there's a pocketbook, a pair of shoes that you, you know, you haven't worn, you know, just uh, let it go because, trust me, someone else would love to use it. You know, you donate, yes. you know, if you want to sell it, sell it, whatever you want to do. But you definitely I encourage let you to go. donate. I encourage Mm -hmm. donating because it is giving. And giving, the other component of that would be Mm -hmm. receiving. Right. So giving and receiving. Um, You know, unless it's an incredibly valuable item, then that's a different story. But things that, you know, we're not using and somebody else could use, donate them, give. It feels good. There are definitely people in need. Um, Sure. And that is really, uh, that's also part of it because it is a flow. If one of those components is out of balance, if giving or receiving is out of balance in your life, that can create a block. With women, I know a lot of times we are out of balance with giving. In other words, we give too much of ourselves without receiving in a reciprocal manner. And there should be reciprocity in all relationships. If And when I was talking before about relationships that no longer serve you, if there are relationships you have where this is a, a friend that calls and just dumps all their negativity at your doorstep and, it, you know, 
wants to get all of your advice, but when you need them is not there for you, that is a relationship you need to change. It doesn't mean that you necessarily need to sever ties with that person, but if you are constantly doing for them that which they should be able to do for themselves, you're blocking their path and you are creating an imbalance in your giving and receiving flow. Um, And neither of those is the loving thing to do. Right, right. It becomes a codependent um, yep. relationship. It needs to be interdependent, interdependent, like like a basketball team, a football team. The quarterback needs their receiver, you know. Sure. Um, but yeah, codependent is not going to work. <laughs> Trust me, you would get tired. You would just get fed up eventually. And, and I, I you- love that football analogy. I'm going to have to use that with my male clients. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just love it. Like, oh, they would totally understand that, right? <laughs> totally. And I, you, the way you just said that was beautiful. So, um, yeah, it has to be interdependent. And definitely there should be an equal amount of giving and receiving in all relationships, and they should be unconditional. And in order to attract those into your life, the ones that maybe aren't that way, you have to change. And the way to change it is by just stopping Stop giving so much of yourself. If you're the one always making plans for the relationship, change that. Don't do that. Allow the other person to make some plans once in a while. Um, You know, when somebody is calling you, uh, maybe don't offer advice. Just listen. Let them decide for themselves how Mm -hmm. they should proceed because certainly functioning adults should be able to do that. And that's what I love about my best friend, when she has a relationship issue, I don't say anything. And she said, Tia, I am so happy. She said, this is one of the reasons why she treasures our friendship. Because she said, I talk to other people sometimes, and they want to give me all their opinions. She said, I don't need your opinions. I can make my own decision. I just need to talk it out. I need to say it out loud so I can hear how it sounds. And and then she made her decision. Sometimes she asked me for my opinion, and I could give her a really good, objective opinion. Or, yeah, objective, yeah, objective opinion. And, um, yeah. And and uh yeah and and I just did it but I let her talk her heart out and I would legitimately listen to the point where she said are you still listening because it'd be so quiet yeah <laughs> so yeah she says I can make my own decision because this is one of my pet peeves where someone say hey the red dress or the blue dress I say you know well the red dress is okay and they're like well but the blue dress I'm like well you always wear the blue dress anyway <laughs> you didn't you didn't need me for that you know it's the red or blue dress you know that's different. But in terms of relationship, it is more complicated. And people, more times than not, know the answer. They're just looking for confirmation. And that's totally fine. But, yeah, so I, yeah, I I love, yeah, that's great. Yeah, definitely, you know, listen. Because, like, like, like you and I were, you know, saying, a lot of people, you know, they do know the answer. It's, It's in them. But they may have a block and they might not realize it or they don't want to see it at that time. Because they're not ready to overcome that block just yet. So, yeah, that's a lot of... Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can make the change. You don't... What somebody else thinks of us is none of our business. So a lot of times people are unwilling to change because they think, oh, well, then I'll upset so-and-so or they won't like me anymore. If that really is the case, if you're in a relationship with somebody where you do most or all of the giving and you change that and they don't want to be in a relationship with you anymore, that's their issue. You, every single person on this planet deserves reciprocal rep, uh, 
relationships. And I will say, if you are giving and you are resentful that you are constantly the giver, yet you are not being honest about that with the other person and you constantly give and they have no idea that you've been upset about this, you're being inauthentic and you're not aligning with your higher self. And you are essentially showing that person someone you are not because the other person simply because you've never told them, assumes that you are okay with this because it's what you continue to do and it's not uh, your resentment is not something you've ever talked about. So you should be authentic in relationships. You should not do things you don't want to do, and that doesn't mean, you know, that you can't not vacuum your house because you still have to do that. But <laughs> in terms of relationships, don't go places you don't want to go. Don't do things you want to do. That's all inauthentic. It should be an authentic, reciprocal relationship. Yeah, and I like um, also uh, know your enemy in the chat room said uh, he's saying how um, how he gives, but sometimes people don't give back or they backstab you, and that's kind of twofold because sometimes you get things people they don't give back. Sometimes you could be their angel at the moment. Where um, and I do believe believe in the, in the, uh, the law of giving and receiving, but um, sometimes. Uh, there's a time for you to give, but you will receive something greater later on. Maybe not from that person, but maybe the next person will get some get something to you even greater than that person who you was, you know, giving your all, whatever it is, you know, you gave to them. Because for that time, they might have needed this. For example, like if um, if you give a person like a lending heir, I'm not going to vent after that, you know, because someone wants to to uh, tell me their idea about something, whatever. But at a later date, I might be mad about something, or I might have an idea, and I get to say all the things I, you know. So, and so it might be that you, you might receive it later. As far as the back oh, sure, it doesn't necessarily yeah. happen moment to moment in a relationship. Yeah. But you, when you look at the scope of a relationship, and you know that you have given, and that person has jumped on you, and you have allowed that to happen, and you are holding on to resentment, and they have no idea about it, you're not being authentic, and your relationship is out of balance. Right, exactly. and Yes, and that doesn't mean that we only give just to receive. It means that reciprocity is part of the flow of giving and receiving. And when it is out of balance, it creates yeah. blocks. Um, ultimately, the choice is yours, how you want to be in relationships, because there is free will. Sure, yeah, and yeah, yeah, free will, that's another key word of the day, free will. Um, we have another caller from a two four zero zero area code. You just state your first name and where you're from. That would be helpful. Hello. No, you're hearing me from Merlin. Oh hi, how are you? Fine, and yourself. Good, I was good. just talking about like everything, like whether friendships, relationships, or associates and stuff like that. Because recently, I even had a friend. She was coming down here after all this time because she lives. I mean, coming coming up here. And she's in South Carolina, I'm in Merlin. And like I said, we used to give to each other, you know, with a conversation mentally, you know, support each other in our work. But it's like it seemed kind of ironic if we lived so far away. We had the one time to meet up with each other. It's like I didn't get enough communication from her. She didn't call back. She said she would do all these things. I'm thinking, like, well, if we're finally close to each other and we have time to meet up with each other or just even to say a word, why will not she at least call somebody or text somebody let them know what's going on? As opposed to, you know, you're doing things, going out and everything else. But, yeah, 
we talk for like two months and we keep saying we wish we was closer together, do things together and how things would be, but then when you actually have the chance to do it then you don't feel that um you don't live up to your word. Did you ask her why she wasn't every, mm-hmm. I asked her every day. She was like one minute she'll say she's busy or she got caught up or you know, school is draining her, but like even last night we we're both poets and she was going to do her first performance. And then she didn't even, like, invite me to the performance, and she even said she was going to call me after her performance to let me know she was going to a car and getting home safe. And sometimes I feel like when you try to do the chivalry, when you try to get to actually know a person, or you just try to do something just to be nice, people might perceive, like, you know, they like it in the beginning, but then after a while, it's kind of like they just expect you to do things, but they don't do nothing sure. like that. And that's why when you say sure. giving and receiving, I don't always expect something, but you just think if you have a certain pattern on people, you know, give you kind of an idea or where things may go, and then you feel like if they don't live up to it, it's like, well, what was the point of going through all this to begin with? It, it seems like you and uh, her are at different vibrations at a certain point, and every now and then the vibrations meet, but then they, it, it's sort of like when, say, um, like two things meet, but then they repel, and then they back away, and then they come back again. So it seems like uh, the vibration, the energy you send out is meant for that certain time, and then it just goes mm-hmm. away. So in an abundance and uh, giving and receiving standpoint, um, whatever needs to happen at a time happened. And, and then on a larger scale, it might come back around where, um, I know you said that you wasn't expecting anything, but it might come back around where she might make it up at a later date even more than, than what she could have done at that time. So that's, um, that's how I take on it. you have anything to uh, include, Gina? Well, the angels are showing me release and surrender. So I think something you can do is, you, you said you've already asked her about it, is let her know mm-hmm. how you're day. feeling. Just, I'm sorry? I said I was doing it each day. Like, once we get out of class, I hit her up. Then she said she must be doing something later on with the classmates. Then she said she'll call me. So then I would try to confirm that. And then, like I said, when she's supposed to call me back, well, like, at least let me know if she got home safe. And then she would hit me up. So, like I said, this was, like, three days. And, you know, I followed up each day. And I'm like, well, she's not living up to what she's saying. But, again, when she's far away, it seems like we have perfect chemistry. So I'm just wondering, are we just not it's supposed a, to be sort of that, at a distance? Yeah, it's sort of that feels like she's, um, it's sort of that careful what you wish for kind of thing. It's like, oh, I wish we could be closer. And then when you are, she's fearful. She, she's not letting you in. Um, so something the angels are saying is to surrender this to her and say, you know, I'm here. When you need me, you can call me. Um, I expect when you say you're going to be somewhere, we're going to do something that you will be and do that. And if not, then, you know, I can't continue on like this because it's not good for either one of us. I don't want to be disappointed and resentful and upset with you. So leave it in her court, so to speak. Release it and surrender it back to her. Because yeah, you shouldn't it, have to be controlling every aspect and following up all the time, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, that's just going to make you irritated over time. Right. That's exactly yeah. what happened. That's why I, I just can't do that. I'm looking like I'd rather know up front than, you know, keep going back and forth. That way you sure. know what a person's expectations are. Yeah, it, it seems like there are blocks on, on her end. Like like there's something. It might be like, like what Jen was saying, Catch what you wish for, because it could be that she wants to, you know, be really close too. But then she's like kind of afraid to open up, like, what if, mm-hmm. or I don't know, or because you know, relationships, even even if it's something as simple as friendship, you still are open 
yourself up. And, you know, that can be scary to some people. They don't know how you're going to perceive them, you know, things like that. So it seems like it's not so much you, but it's like it's her it's like barriers that she has to get over. Because think about it, on a physical level, the barrier here is the states in which you live. So um, that's that, that's just, you know, a little, little physical uh, issue. But on a spiritual level, it could be that, you know, she just has to, to just let go with a few things too, and, and Gina hit the, the nail on the head. She just saying, you know, let go. You can always send her energy. You know, trust me, people pick up on it all the time. And I always use me and my best friend as an example. She's in Connecticut, but I know when she's really upset. I mean, not like a oh somebody cut me off the road, but I I can tell when she's really upset, and I would text her. So you can always send her energy. Let her know, hey, I'm okay. You can you can chill. You can um you can be yourself around me. You can definitely, you know, send her that kind of energy, and uh, and 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 you would gradually see her come around. You know, just make sure you send her that comforting energy. Just got to give her her space, I think, and and for you to sort of take the stance like, you know, this is just what I expect if we're going to be in a friendship or relationship or whatever you guys are calling it together. So, you know, I'll leave it up to you. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking because. Like I said, I'm not the type to pressure nobody. I'm not a person that's trying to keep tabs on somebody. But like, if you say something, then I'm going to call you back. But, you know, if you're feeling like you need your space or you feel like you're busy or you want time for yourself, then I don't mind doing that for nobody. But I just don't want to be like, if you make it plans and saying we're going to do this, that, and everything, and then you don't do it, then it's going to make me just think, like, you have other priorities and maybe I'm not the important person. Because, you know, like they say, oh, don't sure. make yourself. Yeah. Not, then you have all those what-if become... scenarios playing in your head. Mm-hmm. We don't need those. <laughs> That'll just yeah, drive right. you nuts. <laughs> yeah, I was going to just say, I remember the old saying, don't make somebody a priority, that makes you an option. So that's just the yeah. stage I'm trying to stay away yep. from. You got it. Well, we're winding out to the last five minutes. So sorry if I had to cut this short. I want to get some last bit of information in. So thank you so much for calling. Oh, real quick, tell people your um, the time of your um, your radio show. Um, my show it comes on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 11 p.m. Eastern and Saturday at 11:30 p.m. Eastern, and we do poetry, we do intellectual talks, and you know we do interviews. And you can hit us up at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash know your enemy K N O W U R E N E M Y. Awesome, yeah, and don't forget it's like he was saying it's you are enemy. Awesome, so check that out. So thank you so much for calling. You have a great day. Thank you. So, sorry, we can't get to the uh, last caller on the show. I apologize, but I just want to get last information out. So, Gina, if people want to email you for a reading or whatever else, how can they contact you? Or I just said email you. (laughs) If they want to contact you for a reading, how can they? They can can go to my website, www.ginasendeff.com, and it's under the Angel Works link, and it has all my contact information under there. Um, you can send me, uh, usually people contact me via email for the readings, and it's got all the different types of readings I offer. Um, And this is for angel readings, so I work with the angelic realm. It's always a very frank uh, yet positive and uplifting and loving experience. Awesome. Love it. And uh, also my website is ballotsaintsraispa.com, and uh, Gina, like I was saying uh, at the beginning of the show, very inter- instrumental in helping me with that. She's a great wordsmith, you know, so big thank you to Pensola Media Group. 
Um, yes, PasolaMediaGroup.com. <laughs> yes, thank you, PasolaMediaGroup.com. Uh, so thank you so much to that wonderful company. <laughs> so, um, again, join the uh, Violet Sanctuary Spa Facebook family. I like to say family because I, I'm on there almost all the time. <laughs> and I get to talk to you and I post, uh, you know, um, spiritual insights, oracle cards. Sometimes I do free readings on there, all that good stuff. So it's uh, Facebook.com forward slash the Violet Sanctuary Spa. Um, if you would like to <clears throat> schedule a uh, reading session with me, I do distant Reiki therapy. I'm uh, a certified Reiki practitioner under the Yusui technique. So if you want to receive distant Reiki therapy, uh, dream coaching, um, shortly I'll be able to say I'm a certified APT. So, um, yeah, if you want to receive any of that good stuff, um, you can just email me at sessions, that's S-E-S-S-O-N-S, at violetsanctuaryspot.com. Or you can just contact me on Facebook. You know, you can just send me a message. Um, you can also email me at uh, tia.johnson at violetsanctuaryspot.com. Um, anything else I want to mention? Oh, yes, um, for those of you out there who are really tech-savvy, um, I'm trying to get these podcasts on iTunes so you can download it directly to your iPod or iPhone. All these uh, radio shows are recorded. So if you know exactly how to do that, I tried. It didn't work. But if you know how to do that, email me, step-by-step procedures. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, so next week I don't know what I'm going to talk about, maybe uh, Romance Angels or the Law of Attraction. Something. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet, but my brother may be co-hosting with me. He is also a Ray K practitioner. And um, he also deals with a lot of power animals. His power animal is a dragon. So Ooh. if you're into all that, that good stuff and, you know, make sure uh, you stay tuned. You can always subscribe to the radio uh, uh, channel. And, um, yeah, so anything else you want to say, Gina? Uh, check out my book, too, TruthWorks, on my website. And I wish you all an abundant and lovely day. Okay, well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you, people in the chat room, uh, Bernadette, Elena, guests 2858, 3122, 32, 86, 35, 45, the side chick, and know your enemy. And thank you, everyone, on Facebook. I know there are people around the world, and I'm very grateful. I can tell you, I really am truly grateful. And I do learn a lot from you, just as much as you learn from me. So. Thank you, and everyone have a wonderful, holistic day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Need auto parts but can't get to a store right now? Head to O'ReillyAuto.com. Buy your parts online and pick them up in any of the 5,000 O'Reilly Auto Parts stores nationwide. No shipping costs, easy returns, and convenient pickup on your schedule. Shop your way at O'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.